0: And welcome to the brothers Grim Duck podcast again uh i'm alan again <laughs> well i hope they've listened to otherwise. are you
1: presuming they've listened to another one uh,
0: uh, maybe. welcome
1: welcome to this strange benevolent realm on your first and only visit <laughs> before okay, I, torment definitely. is driven into your mind and you scrape out your own eyes with a spoon
0: and because you're mad if this isn't your first time here, you'll know that we have anything but uh, benevolent. But have we ever been benevolent, other than to the Tau Codex?
1: Um, not going to lie, I don't think we have been. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's their first time, they don't know any better.
0: That's true. That is true. So <laughs> Nobody let,
1: knows any better.
0: Let's continue that font of positivity with the... Um, I guess we want to go over that recent article, don't we?
1: This This is like saying, how about... How about... You go down one of those toboggan runs, right? What? You know what I mean? No, I. The I'm ice slides. Lost. I'm if very you will. lost. Not a toboggan, sorry. I, I know you a mean bob like a sled. But,
0: but why? Where has this come from?
1: It's like going down one of those. <laughs> what is? Or a luge run, if Wait. you will. <laughs> a luge.
0: No! Like,
1: what? Now, hang on. It's like going down that thing. What and is... you're having fun. It's dangerous. It's exciting. <laughs> But you also notice that you shat yourself at the top.
0: (laughs) What what is any of this?
1: And you realise that you're racing your own diarrhoea to the finish.
0: No, no, no. First of all... This is
1: this article. This is this article that we shall refer to. Article 6469. What? Divide it in half and you get 66. 66, (laughs) roughly. In broken, lazy, throwing... Diarrhea down a (laughs) lush run. You get sixty-six. What are we talking about?
0: By the way, by the way, for those of you who don't know what he's he's going on about, because I didn't for a good while. There's a recent um, article on the Warhammer community site, which is basically Abaddon versus Kalgar with Vigilus. Because okay, Vigilus right now is the it's a very big important planet. I don't know about its size actually, but I just know it's very important because of the Imperium being split, sorry, cleft in twain by the um, Cicatrix Maledictum this is like the crossing point between the two halves of the Imperium. And I'd also shits. say it's a
1: pretty big planet.
0: I'd like to believe it is, yeah.
1: Like yeah. There's, there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of Ork-wahs and shit like that. As I can tell you, as I've now read some of Vigilus Defiant.
0: Ooh. Hmm. Dead. Good. As is. And what they've done. What they've
1: What done. they've done. <laughs>
0: is they've now written an article which is basically going, look, mine is Calgar. On the
1: Warhammer Community website, by the way.
0: Yeah, I mentioned, don't worry. So right. Calgar's there, he has been for a while, defending it, and basically, remember when that, that twat with the spear turned up?
1: And everyone didn't hear about him? You Worldrender, World Render? The most badass spear boy in the Was galaxy! I think it's World Render. I, who gives a toss?
0: Oh, yeah, no, nobody gives a toss. <laughs> not a, a single t- person alive gives a toss about that man. Anyway, he fucked I think, off.
1: I, no, I think there's two people that give a toss, possibly.
0: But the person who drew him and the person who then actually modeled it.
1: I not don't even think he gave a toss. Not even the painter. I don't think he's fucked off. I think he's still planet side.
0: He's fucked off out the law, sharpish. He's irrelevant, he's, basically. No,
1: no, 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 no. In, in a previous article, they said now that Abaddon the Despoiler is back, spoiler spoiler to the spoiler now that he's back mondo garage big hand harken is now is now just like a leader of the raptors that's what he's been demoted to
0: yeah so what he is is he's got So instead of
1: the chap- tip of the throbbing spear yes <laughs> he's now some dude
0: he's now a glorified sergeant with a name
1: and holding a spear very weirdly <laughs> very
0: weirdly with a really shit model anyway abaddon then turned up And yeah, and so shit's going down. And what they've done is it's a versus. Uh, Who will win based on these things? Ooh, everything to play for. And it's clickbaity. It's dumb. It's pathetic. And we thought we're going to do that.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Exactly that. We're going to comment on this. No, look, (laughs) no, 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 no. Let me stop you there. It's not about clickbait, because it's not. All the title is is Abaddon versus Kalgar. That's it. That's what it is, and I appreciate that. That's true. That's not clickbait.
0: To be fair, it's not eight facts about Abaddon the Despoiler and why he'll win.
1: <laughs> why do you need to wash your hair like Abaddon the Despoiler?
0: Number tips one, on how to get your hair like Marius Kalgars?
1: Magnificent top knots. <laughs> right. It's not clickbaity, and the article itself is nicely put together. There's some nice images. Unfortunately, between the images is text. And that's where we come back to that diarrhoea chasing you down the luge. See what I'm saying? Like, you get to a good start. You're going down the ice and you're feeling fast. There's something brown on the horizon. (laughs) It's insidiously liquidy. You realise part of your speed
0: isn't just because of the ice. There's something slippier you're riding.
1: <laughs> that do not take that out of context. <laughs> do not take that out. Right. Let's just let's just go through this.
0: Right. To unpack it.
1: I want to unpack. I want to unfurl. This is a delicate that's origami be doing. pine cone, and we well, want to unfurl no stage
0: it. I ever would have a stranger say to me, "I want to unfurl." That's it's a horrifying. thing.
1: Well, what would be worse if they if they want to unfurl you? <laughs>
0: I guess. you.
1: Cole Phelps doubt that one. <laughs> Cole Phelps right. doubt. The opening paragraph is basically like a dun 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 dun. Who will win? Dun 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 dun. dun. vs. Abaddon. Ba-dum, bam bam One's got a sword. Ba-dum, bam bam <laughs> Now, first off, <laughs> red flag. This is a no diving zone in the pool.
0: <laughs> what?
1: This is like saying, who would win, an eight year old child or Conor McGregor?
0: Pretty much.
1: It's like, I appreciate that the eight year old child may be athletic, strong, bullish, well developed for their age, and might be able to beat other eight year olds very handily. Well developed. That's, choice you know words. what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> and then saying, yeah, that eight year old's pretty great. How about it fights the top contender in the galaxy? Conor McGregor. (laughs) And then you start thinking, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't put an eight-year-old child versus the greatest threat to humankind.
0: (laughs) At which point the person who's in charge of you writing this article and indeed organising the grudge match goes, no, 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 it'll be good. (laughs) I think it's more that
1: he cocks his gun. (laughs) (laughs) Write it. (laughs) Write it down.
0: Write the article. I huff this ether.
1: While well, he stuffs his mouth with an ultramarine,
0: <laughs> oh, they're the best. Question. They're the best in the galaxy. Do you, do you mean a model, or I
1: don't know? I don't know if it's pure colour. I don't know if it's a man dressed as an ultramarine. Yeah, I was going to
0: say
1: it's a model. <laughs> All I know is it's blue and it's going down the windpipe as he's huffing. ether. right. So what? What was that whole thing there? That whole thing there was the fact that yes, Kalgar, he's a tough boy. He's a chapter master of the the greatest faction that's ever existed in 40k, the Ultramarines. Not our opinion, but okay. That's not our opinion, that's just fact. Given writers, that's just fact, <laughs> yeah. right? He is the most boyish of the good-looking boys. That's not true. Well, okay, he's it he's second most boyishly yeah. good-looking.
0: Let's not forget fucking Gulliman. There we go. That's our weekly complaint in there.
1: I, I think we can get more. Um, <laughs> up the so Cal, Cal, yeah, but he's still a mortal, right? Yeah. He's mortal now. I'm 90% sure Abaddon is approaching immortality.
0: He's gotten a lot bigger.
1: Like, if, if there were two bar graphs for their power level... I would imagine Abaddon's to be maybe four times at a like that's a reserved amount, right?
0: This this is like just us winging it before they go into detail. Just just based on a yeah, he's probably a lot better. Just like, before we go into detail <laughs> on this shit, which we will.
1: But but it's also like from this just tertiary glance, like super high up. I'm a commander in the Imperium, looking at this shit. I'm like. That's a mismatch. <laughs> <laughs> like, on, I'm not so sure we, that's...
0: So we, we've sent, what was it, a chapter master against the person...
1: The greatest threat to the galaxy.
0: ...not only has smashed Cadia to pieces...
1: By also, accident.
0: <laughs> he's also... You know those ancient like, Lovecraftian gods? He's managed to unite them in backing him, which no yeah. other mortal has done.
1: I think Horace did it, but for a very brief amount of time. Abaddon's had it for about 10,000 years. <laughs> Near yes. enough. And he's been he's been sipping deep on the, the cup of demonic power.
0: And you look at that and go, ah.
1: Huh. Okay. Maybe he's not that good. <laughs> Maybe we can beat him. Maybe he's got a weakness. Maybe he's just like Voldemort, and he doesn't know how to love. And that's how we kill him.
0: Well, you have to remember, with the okay, absence it's like, of that, love. That is a big thing against Abaddon a huge thing
1: he's not an ultramarine he is not an ultramarine and that uh, fair enough that's plot armour that's that's where I will accept that this question has even entered the table right because it's an ultramarine if you said the chapter master of the white scars is standing against Reboot Gilliman I'd be like no that's the wrong way around <laughs> against <laughs> well even Reboot Gilliman there's no chance because he's got plot armour and he's a Primarch Anyway, so we have Scragbag McTeabag McLovehole with his spear, right? Who turns up on the planet, is meant to be the tip of the spear for Abaddon. Yes. Gets fuck all done. Yep. But him versus Kalgar, we know Kalgar's won.
0: Yeah, that that was the funniest mismatch.
1: like Funny why, one, why even have you. this guy here? Like even a captain, an unnamed captain, like the tenth company captain of the Ultramarines, and you told me it was against a named Chaos Champion of Abaddon himself, and I'd say yeah, the Ultramarines. Named Chaos Champion
0: who just turned up with a shit model and shit rules, like
1: subjective, that's subjective with shit rules right, let's, let's dip our toe into the pool of horrifically mutating jazz
0: some would call it the cesspool
1: some would say cesspool. Some would say meat of the article. Meat of the article, not quite the veg, but certainly far down the <laughs> shaft. Here's Abaddon, War of Chaos, Lord of the Black Legion. I mean, yeah, all right. I, oh my god. Now we we start this tale when we we reminisce of how we came about. He was the first captain of the Lunar Wolves, a.k.a. that was the chapter that became the Sons of Horus, a.k.a. the boys created from the gene seed of the greatest Primarch. I don't care if you want to say Reboot Gilliman. I do not care. Horus is number one. Yeah, easy. Like, unless it's some of the just the worst Black Ivory stuff out there, <laughs> Horus is number one, and that's why he's made Warmaster. Now, back in the days when we had Legions... Space Marines were way more crazy.
0: They were a little cray.
1: They were a little bit cray, because instead of 1,000 Space Marines in a chapter, and one of those 1,000 Space Marines becomes the chapter master, right? Yeah. A captain could lead thousands, right? So already, if we're looking like the laws of averages, like how good does one man have to be to become the leader of that lot? One guy in the modern 4K, he has to beat a thousand other Space Marines. Already, that's quite a good feat. To be a captain back in Horace Heresy days, you had to beat a th- several thousand Space <laughs> Marines. You had to be better than all of them.
0: Also, uh, Abaddon was in the fucking like, top four of the Lunar Wolves, essentially.
1: He was a powerful lad.
0: Yeah, because there was the... Very uh, powerful. Monoval, which was like a selection of the best and brightest of the Lunar Wolves, which advised Horace... He was it also makes them.
1: it also makes me laugh because it sounds a lot like carnival, <laughs> and I it's always just think carnival, monoval, bah da Yeah, that's not what it was. Anyway, so he's a dude, and apparently he won the favor of the demon primarchs, Which and then second,
0: terrifying.
1: Second after the Demon primarchs, is Chaos Gods. Now, I'd just say that order's fucked up.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's... Chaos easier. Gods,
1: way above. Because <laughs> having the blessing of a Primarch, what does that mean? A Primarch, a Demon Primarch, sorry, is nothing but a conduit for the god.
0: It is, but... God see, is everything. The, the thing I'd say about the Chaos Gods, though, is the Chaos Gods, I would imagine, be better at going for long-term game and be like, yeah, we could back this Abaddon chap. Whereas a Primarch is, I'd say more. Fuck you! I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, more, more
1: headstrong, more selfish.
0: Yeah, bizarrely, but yeah. And for so, some
1: yeah. reason, as yet unexplained by the law, they've sworn fealty to Abaddon,
0: which is insane. Because I
1: also, th- I feel like this is going to be hundred percent breezed over. Like I don't think they're ever going to answer. I, I don't, don't think they're really ever going to say
0: because there's no satisfactory way of explaining why a demon Primarch would ever listen to this fat boy. Like I, I, I love the my... new model. The fact that he got shit done is great, finally. But there's no way any of the Demon Primarchs would listen to him. Ever.
1: But let me raise yet another red flag. We've slipped one foot deeper into the pool. The water is now around our chin. Okay. They say that Abaddon has gained the loyalty. Sorry, the favour. Far greater than Chaos circles the favor of the demon primarchs right yeah which must mean he is some sort of power level comparable to demon primarchs if not greater than yeah demon primarchs let me raise that fucking red flag and wave it about my head. Why are we having this conversation? Why are we talking about him and Kalgar? If you're going to say that he's on the same level as Demon Primarchs or better than them,
0: yeah, at this stage, is it just bring in he's reboot? a diplomat? What is this? At this stage, bringing reboot, it really has to be like.
1: Well, there's 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 sniffs of that later. There's sniffs of it, and I I will.
0: What, there's a few lines of reboot at the end of this article to perk you up a bit.
1: They're neatly lined. Arrayed by a credit card, cut <laughs> with a razor, lines of Reboot Gilliman. And let me tell you something else. It's definitely not cocaine.
0: Is, it, is that like the, going back to that one uh, person holding the gun to this writer's head, huffing ether with his mouth full of ultramarine and lines of Reboot Gilliman to keep him going?
1: <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I think we're discovering how <laughs> get, all 40... Get the heavy
0: F- re- team to paint up another Reboot Gilliman, then grind him down so I can snort him.
1: God! Yes! Yes!
0: <laughs> now I, I can, can have two photo. of them inside me.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Give me two
0: more space brings. They'll make them fit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why we had to have primaries. The other ones were too small to thrill. <laughs> right. Twelve times the has led black crusades against the Imperium. This is the thirteenth.
0: So yeah, hang on. yeah, you're okay over there.
1: I'm fine. I'm you feel fine.
0: The warp overtaking you.
1: I just thought I would do that in a demonic narrator voice, and then swiftly banked on it when it hurt. <laughs> right. And when I say banked, I don't mean weakest link. <laughs> you bailed on it. You bailed. I mean bailed. I mean bailed. Right. But that—that that was to emphasise that twelve times he's been a pretty mighty guffer. You see what I'm saying?
0: No, I do not. I do not know a, a single thing i are saying.
1: There is chaos is a wind. He's a guff.
0: <laughs> okay, twelve times he's failed. This time he's done it. What he did is it the like one of the most defended. Po- no, it wasn't. It's not even the most defended, is it? KD doesn't compare to like Armageddon, does it? Armageddon's way uh-huh. bigger.
1: Armageddon has got way more imperial forces at it. Mistake by the writers? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I would. It, I'm, an- I'm inclined to say it was a mixture of bureaucracy and mistake by the writers.
1: I'd love to believe that they just got the war zone wrong. Wait, was it Armageddon or Cadia? Cadia's fallen.
0: Oh, fuck!
1: Fuck. <laughs> fuck everything.
0: Yeah. So he smashed one of the biggest forts and broke out of there. Um,
1: and now he's taking a bullet for it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that like enough of this history? He's been around since, you know, the heresy. So he's fought in a shit ton of wars. He has the fucking Talon of Horus, which is, you know, Horus' Hang on. Oh, we're, not going, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not going there yet.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not going we're given, there. Yet. I
0: thought we we're giving the full. We're character. not going
1: there yet. Oh my god! We haven't got to that. So basically, what do we know about this guy? We know that all right. Sometimes he's hit and miss. Sometimes it takes him thirteen shots to hit the mark, right? But However, we're also
0: going up against the impenetrable wall of plot armor that the galaxy had.
1: Yeah, like the galaxy wasn't ready to yield. Its plot armor was too thick, and his spear. ...of Harkon World was That's not nicely enough. Right. And it says his authority is absolute. Right?
0: Which is impressive when you're talking about chaos... ...because chaos don't really do the whole... you know, ...strictly regimented thing that space marines do. You have to, Pretty much all chaos space marines... ...are out for their own. They are selfish but, things at heart. So and, when somebody can command authority over them... ...that's fucking impressive. That's why chaos lords tend to be... ...the biggest, strongest, scariest bastards while also being pretty good strategists.
1: Then, you can also see in Chaos the same mentality that exists within Orcs. Orcs will only follow a bigger and stronger Orc. It's the same deal with Chaos. Alright, there's there's subtle vagaries to it, and there's more going on, but if Abaddon can command the loyalty, and may I remind you, absolute <laughs> loyalty of these renegade turncoat Ill-tempered, bad-mouthed bastards. (laughs) Yes. If he can do that, then he's got to be pretty darn impressive. And given that chaos don't respect, you know, speech-making, diplomacy, you know, how wealthy you can make them. I mean, some of them do, but most of them don't. Some do. Some do. Some do.
0: Yeah, it's hard to generalise with chaos. But at the end of the day, leading. He's
1: leading with might. Leading He's leading with might. Is obscene. It's unheard of. It's basically unheard of. Nobody else does it other than Abaddon. Yep. Nobody does it better, half as good as you, because, baby, you're the best.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: He's taken hundreds of worlds. None of them have been named or written in the law, but apparently there's hundreds of them. Yeah hundreds of them he has been the benevolent benevolent I said it again yeah, no, stop saying benevolent this <laughs> i don't know what the word is now I've the lost
0: extraordinary
1: that was it that's it and then we arrive at manius augustus Galgal. You who is they this really man
0: to make him Marcus Decimus Aurelius
1: they did and they also wanted to make him Julius caesar they so just smashed the two together and pumped out Marnius. And I like Marnius. Don't get me wrong. I like him.
0: Yeah, immediately I do as well, even though he's ultramarine.
1: Yeah, he's like the smeggiest smeg boy that ever existed, but I like him. There's something plucky about him.
0: It's the fact that he but... has two great big fuck-off power fists with, like, storm bolters underneath them that makes you go...
1: Right, the, fist the fist of Ultramar. The fist of Ultramar. Mm. yeah, the, the dude's a mad lad and there's also something cool that I don't know how, but somehow he comes across as a bit more human than other space marines but not in a like God, I'm so gay for saving lives you know, it's not <laughs> like that it's just more we can have a, a bit fewer losses by doing it this way it's like a pragmatic look at it right? As opposed to the, the Vosthorians, where it's just more lives! <laughs> bury them in the bodies! fucking
0: awesome and you know it.
1: They absolutely are. I also had a great Vosthorian tactic the other day where I was thinking why, why not just load up troop transports and then just fly over the enemy and drop bodies on them? <laughs>
0: because like, the, the weight of an Imperial Guardsman hitting something is not heavy enough to do damage to most of the more impressive things. Does more, looks... <laughs> Does more damage yes.
1: than a Lasgun. Does more damage than a Lasgun.
0: At that stage you may as well just drop Lasguns though.
1: I think we've just solved the Imperium's problem. <laughs> <laughs> just solved it. Who's Mani's cowgown? Who is he?
0: Uh, he? He's a chap who's in charge of the Ultramarines, or he was.
1: Correct. Correct. For how long? Uh, Let's hang on. How old
0: is he? Because he, okay, he's so, been in charge of them for about three hundred, for more than three hundred years.
1: And he was probably about two hundred to three hundred years old when he became chapter master. So, Let's uh, say two hundred, because I'm sure he was young.
0: Yeah, let, let's say he's like 500 years old now.
1: Yeah. I mean, Abedin's just been alive and fighting since, oh, I don't know, the pre-heresy. heresy, pre-heresy, pre-heresy. He's was part of the probably... that took over the galaxy. Yeah. He's he's probably seen the Emperor. I'm sure he's done it. Maybe.
0: Yeah, he probably would have actually the Emperor turned up now and again. Whereas marius Calgar is about, let's say, 600 years old.
1: Yep. What else has he done? Tell me, what, what has he done?
0: He's been a strategic boy. Um, he wasn't there when uh, the Ultramarines got decimated by the Tyranids.
1: Ha Ha-ha. ha. Ha ha <laughs> ha. Suck it.
0: <laughs> no, apparent apparently he was. Was it? Appar- yeah, apparently he was. Apparently he was. it's saying here that he was. I don't remember him being there before. No,
1: no, no. That, that's something different. That's something different. All oh, right. yeah, sorry. The, oh, they the the also was, like, was. retconned it where he fights the Stormlord... In the middle of that McCrack fight, but like he drops somewhere else, and then there's a fleet, and there's all this silly stuff. Like he arrives late, and then fights, and then uh, all this stuff.
0: Originally, it was far more awesome when he wasn't there.
1: Yeah, it was way more awesome because it was like the second company gave their lives in the fight against the Tyranids to blunt the the stem of the horde, and they fought to the very end. And then when the Ultramarines had to rediscover their bodies in the like generator complex in the northern icy frigid north, (laughs) the um. You know, they were attacked by lictors and gene stealers, the final remnants of the the hive trying to hide, the hive tendril trying to hide. But now it was just like, nah, fuck it, that was just a battle, baby. There's more Tyranids over here. Come get your fill. Come get the cup of plenty and drink some of the Tyranid juice. I now, promise it's not acidic.
0: Now, Kalgar's had a bit of plot armor. Just a bit.
1: I mean, it's mostly centered around the cod base. <laughs>
0: Because he ahead. needs
1: it. They need it. They need <laughs> oh, no, protection from him. <laughs> he's
0: uh, he's killed the Bloodthirster, he's beaten Avatar of Kane, and he's held his own against
1: the Swarmlord. Now... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <sighs> I, okay. No, no, no. I mean, when you think of the mechanics of it, when you think of the size of a Bloodthirster, yes. how he would swing his axe at someone like Manus Kalgar. given that Manus Kalgar used to be in Terminator Armour, Terminator Armour was very, very slow and cumbersome, uh, against the Avatar of Kain, he literally caught the blade of the Avatar in his hand. Fair enough. I'll accept that. He the Bloodthirster was. is definitely more iffy. Yeah, the Bloodthirster it's is like, like
0: the big problem here, which I'm looking at. It's
1: like a huge lump of metal being swung by the swollest demon ever trying to just blunt your face with his axe.
0: His faith in the Emperor was strong that day. It was pretty strong. And I'm pretty certain the Swarmlord should fucking deck him.
1: Uh, Don't forget, the Swarmlord is a bit of a bitch. Because, for those of you that don't know, the Swarmlord is a Hive tyrant for the Tyranids where he's basically meant to be this ultimate um, being where he learns strategies and whenever he dies, he learns. And then his his biomass is recovered by the Hive, so it learns his memories, and then it re- Births him for him to lead again. However,
0: make any fucking
1: sense. Hang on. Inherited memories might be something, but no, no. No, no. No. Let me stop you there. But But the thing that they don't realise is that it completely fucks him over as a villain, right? Yeah. Because any villain where they're immortal, but they have to die to then come back, to then learn, but they're against other characters, it's like it's just a free kill, right? So Manu's as a Swarmlord free kill. I don't think he actually killed the swarmlord that time, but other people have done it. And it's just like a free kill. It's just like Jughead Khan, Spaghetti Khan, comes up against the swarmlord. He's a named character. Swarmlord's a named character, but the swarmlord can die. Well, he's fodder now. He is just fodder for the Khan.
0: Also, the whole concept of the swarmlord. Oh, he goes there so that the uh, the hive mind can learn. The hive mind can do that anyway from anything which it has synaptic like links to.
1: I also feel like the Hive Mind is meant to be one of the biggest brains in the galaxy. I don't think the Hive Mind needs to learn strategies from mortals.
0: I don't think it needs to learn it from a thing. Just saying. I Just really saying.
1: Don't, like... I don't know, it's questions. Um So now Dun 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 Money is Kelgar Chief of the Smeggy Boys. He's now been reborn. As Primarius Calgar,
0: <laughs> yes,
1: he was one of the first, one of the first boys of the whole Space Marine faction to undergo the Primarification.
0: He is the first boy, the uh, line to do that.
1: He I mean, is the, first, the first, named first named boy. Yeah, he's the first named boy to do it, and he is swollen now. He's, he's big. Yes. He He's got thighs for arms and double thighs for thighs. Pretty much. It's a whole mess. <laughs> I'm not sure it was a With, so with
0: it was the sad. single most messy backpack design you've ever seen in your life.
1: It, horrendous backpack design. Good God. I mean, what is he? Is he a jump marine, devastator, relic? <laughs> what is he? I... <laughs> the armour, by the way, is also known as the armour of Heraclus. <laughs> Which is a combination of Heracles, the Greek god otherwise known... uh, Demigod, otherwise known as Hercules, as it was his Roman name. Um, And Heracles is like pus combined with Heracles. Just call it Heracles, and then don't call it Heracles. Because fuck you. It's not the armour of Hercules. He's not some demigod strength man now. It's just some armour. Bitches. And then the other thing as well... Is His fists, the gauntlets of Ultramar, right? Yes. I loved these. I loved those Pappy Go Gam Gam Give me one of those fists. Give me one of those. Five <laughs> revenge punches. It was a glorious thing. I loved the model. I thought it was silly. I thought it was campy. I thought it was fun. I thought it was metal as well somehow.
0: It was metal. It was made of
1: metal. He now. Um, he now just has them. In, in, in Primaris form. He now just has them in Primaris form. Now, let me stop myself there. This really fucked me off when I saw the model. My first saw the model released. Mm. Because, do you remember way back when, when we started this game?
0: Oh, God. The and the
1: Space game. Marines used to be kind of like a semi-dying thing, right? Because... They could, they could sustain themselves. They could make new armour, and through the gene seed, they could replenish their numbers.
0: But like the actually good shit was... But the true possibly good possibly shit. Great?
1: The good Kush could not be made again. Yeah. Because the legendary talent that went into making these sacred relics has been lost. Yeah. Either really? the technology or the, the literal people have died.
0: And it was and like this sad like decline. It. Kind of like how the entire Imperium was in a sad decline.
1: Yeah, you know. it, it was all kind of depressing and um, like I'm, i don't agree that that was necessarily the best angle because it did kind of feel a little bit sucky just a little bit but it also meant that the relics were potent and it also meant they were meaningful and there was a history attached to them and there also was a big thing as well that the relic had a history so if you had a power axe it wasn't just a power axe it had a history it had owners it had feats of its own that it had achieved as a weapon
0: it's very hard to do that when they're mass produced.
1: And yeah, now it's just like stamp a, a big U on it and send it out to battle. It's ready, right? And the Gauntlets of Ultramar were one of these sacred relics, like truly sacred relics, to the point where they were only entrusted to the Chapter Master. And now normally what happens with the relics is they're divvied up amongst the veterans of the Space Marines. Like the first Space Marines would be divvied up the relics. And even then, it would be like, do we, do we contribute the relics to this fight or not? The relics were a powerful weapon. And the Gauntlets of Ultramar were the most sacred, the pinnacle of engineering might. And now it's just like, hey, we just reforged them to make them primaricized. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this whole faction about preserving the literal relic it's just like, now, nah, fuck it, let's just reforge it. This would be like getting the Mona Lisa, burning it, but keeping the frame.
0: And the and ashes. Just,
1: and and the ashes. And then slapping a new picture up and painting a massive cock and then just saying, yeah, it's still the Mona Lisa. And technically, yes, it is. Technically, it you is. blew
0: the ashes on there.
1: <laughs> you have. It's still there. All the components of the Mona Lisa are still there. But it now just looks like a cock. Right? Yes, And, alright, his hands don't look like cocks, I'm not saying say, that. Be quite, <laughs> it'd be quite different
0: thing. artwork.
1: It, it, yeah, it'd be censored. Heavily, heavily censored. But just the fact that you can just reforge it with such abandon when the whole lore previous was how they would fight wars to recover these sacred relics. I mean, fuck it. The entire um, White Scars are all about recovering sacred relics linked to the Primarch. Or is it the salamanders? I can't fucking remember one of those chapters. <laughs> Whereas now it's just not like the
0: best way to clarify your argument. It's, it's not the
1: best way, but now it's just like, hey, fuck it, just reforge it. <laughs> it's yeah, the salamanders. It, it, it's it. the salamanders. It's when they find all seven relics, they'll Vulcan Hastan will return to them, and their sacred relics left by him, forged by him. One of them was like a ship. One of them was a spear. One of them was the the cloak. Yeah, it all comes back. Whereas now it's just like, fuck it. It it doesn't matter. Everything, everything is just relative, man. Time is relative. Things are fleeting. Possessions are ephemeral. Don't worry about it. We'll get some more.
0: Yeah. It's to having the last Twinkie on Earth and Twinkies being available now.
1: Or it would be the last Twinkie on Earth that wars were fought over and then someone gets the Twinkie and then just dips in Ribena and then says, look, it's still the same thing. <laughs> It's fine. Like you just submerges just just into the
0: cesspool that is this article and goes. It's fine.
1: Okay. And then that random side. Hang on. Yeah, back back okay. to the back to the veg. Back to the veg. Not the meat. No, abundance is the meat. All right, Abaddon's ninety percent of the meat. This is. I mean, ten percent of the shaft is left. <laughs> By the way, this this is a massive euphemism for male genitalia, if anyone not (laughs) clued in.
0: not familiar with the joke about meat and two veg.
1: So Reboot Gilliman, himself, himself. I love how they added that. Like, this guy is so fucking high up in the clouds that even he has swung low to point his mighty finger at something and says,
0: Do that! No, no, okay, okay, hear me out. So, Harkin turns up and is told, yo, take that planet, and he says, your will be done. At which point. Your will be done? At which point, Manius Cal goes there, like, nah. And, nah, happened. It's please. So, Abaddon turns up, at which point, Reboot Gilliman said, boy, that world better not fall. And if it starts falling, what then if Reboot Gilliman turns up, as they've teased with those lines of Gilliman we mentioned? then, if this is like a state of constant escalation, what happens if fucking Fulgrim or the Angry One, some would call him Angron, turn up and fucking smash the world to pieces? Alan. With Vigilus Book 5.
1: You're forgetting something. What am I forgetting? It's Reboot Gilliman. Nothing can stop him. He is the rape train with no brakes. I know he is. You do not stop Gillyback.
0: One motherfucker did.
1: Yeah, one motherfucker did, but he won't again. (laughs) He won't again. Fulgrim slipped through the cracks, slipped his slippery silver sword through that crack, and punctured (laughs) Reboot Killerman pretty badly. So badly, he put him in stasis. One of the finest moments. Put the bitch in stasis. That's how hardy gashed him.
0: At which point do we like just rename this this podcast to the Fulgrim fan club?
1: Fulgrim sweaty six pack. <laughs> Eight pack even, never mind. Yeah, but Gilliman is now back with the thickest plot armour of his mighty breast. Yes. Yeah. Even his just chest hair could deflect all but the mightiest of blows. And even May I remind you, even if he gets his bones broken and his body and soul crushed by hundreds of tons of spacecraft by a magical sorcerer's demon primarch wizard, he can still summon his strength and just toss it all off. Wizards, tons, fuck it. It means nothing to the Toss Lord. So, Kelgar has sworn, sworn by the shiny penance on his fucking armor to reboot Gilly back that he will never surrender this planet and he will not lose this planet. Right?
0: Yeah. So to recap.
1: Abaddon, sweaty boy.
0: No no. Abaddon. Been around Quite since old. before the heresy. Has He's an old man. He is part of the force that conquered the galaxy once. He fought in the heresy. He survived since the heresy. He has survived the past ten thousand years despite being basically public enemy number one. Got the um, approval of four Chaos gods. He's got the He's got the Pri- Chaos Primarchs in tow. He is leading the biggest force of Chaos ever seen. Mind is Kalgar's been around for about 600 years. He's done well in some key battles. Yep. And he's made no, a promise.
1: No, let me stop you there. And he's made a promise. He's made a promise. And that's an ultramarine promise. He's and those promise can't be it. broken. There's only one blade powerful enough to cut an Ultramarine's promise, and that's attached to Fulgrim, baby. <laughs> um, uh, okay, no, no, but reboot Gilman, Fuck it, Marius Kalgar has done well for a mortal man. He's done well. Let's let's not with, with let's the, not deride him.
0: Thickest block
1: armor. Plot armor before ro- you can call armor. it Plock, That's fine. He
0: <laughs> here, had the plot. biggest plot armor before Robo turned up.
1: Before sure. Robo turned up, he had the shiniest plot armor ever. But he's done alright. Even with his plot armor, he's done alright. Yeah. It's just Abaddon is another degree higher.
0: Yeah, easy. Like, this is.
1: It's just. It, so. it doesn't compare well. It does not line up too well in this minute.
0: Okay, so. But we're
1: not done. We aren't done with this comparison.
0: They have the three. Ooh. Three things that we'll see who would they what they would win on, and first is who's got the best strategic mastery.
1: Now, to be fair, <laughs> I actually think Gilliman does have the advantage here simply Cal- because who did I say?
0: You said Gilliman,
1: fuck it, they're the same thing. Can they just get married already? So it can- <laughs> Gilliman, and then so I don't the have to remember, that
0: makes it so much easier
1: yeah or just call both of them gilliman (laughs) gilliman
0: gilliman or gilliman
1: jr gilliman jr right i think gilliman jr yeah actually has the edge here do you because abaddon is just ever so slightly a bit thick like Like never in the law never in the law i think i read one story where they went whoa Abaddon, he's like, he's like so smart and stuff, like, you know, with the stuff in his head, and it's like, whoa, right? But the rest of the time, it's like, Abaddon just turns up and, fuck, there's violence, and then he retreats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can, can G Dubbs just hire you to write the <laughs> codices? <courtesy? laughs> like, Abaddon's <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> it turns up and like fuck that's violent man <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ <laughs> That got a bit heated <laughs> Anyway it's gone now
0: <laughs> Page turns they got a bit graphic <laughs>
1: Yeah Oh sorry <laughs> Okay so it gets it gets a bit dusty on the ground, right? It's a bit of a skirmish.
0: Okay. Ty- typhus turns up. Oh, boy. People getting sick. That's just like his entire law entry. <laughs> oh,
1: dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Oh dear.
0: <laughs> Quote from Imperial Commander on the planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imperial Commander, brothers Scrimgeour. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> okay. And it took him 13 Crusades to get Kadia. And may I remind you, the previous 12 were all to get Kadia. But there were, there were subtle, minor victories going on. Like, okay, there's two ways of looking at this. Number one is that Abaddon really did need 13 Crusades to take... And for all of them to go exactly as they did, he is the strategic god of the universe, right? Yes. Or the other option, he's a slight tardy boy, <laughs> and I don't mean he's late... <laughs> A slight tardy boy, but he's just really good at smashing stuff. He's like an Orc war boss. He's just great at smashing stuff. And none of the Demon Primarchs want to stand against him, because he'll just smash them. You have to remember (laughs) that when
0: it comes to the Black Legion and stuff, he also gets other people in line. Not just other people, this includes, like...
1: Yeah, Thousand Sons, Death Guard...
0: As much as a degree uh, of control as one could have over the Alpha Legion.
1: But is that just because he's an immortal thumpy lad? <laughs> I think that's a good reason not to piss him off because he'll way, never getting
0: the Alpha Legion on board. I'd say is impressive.
1: Okay, I still think McCrag has the uh, <laughs> the edge <laughs> here. Call him McCrag. He's McCragg. <laughs> okay, the McCraggiest McCraggiest I mean... Calgar. <laughs> McCraggius Gilliman Jr.
0: One of these people has been around for 10,000 years, served in some of the most important wars of all time. Fuck it, he started 13 of the most important wars of all time. And so on. The other uh... one is just very <laughs> tactically sound. And the, the reason they give here is that, yeah, the, the undisputed master of the long game. Yeah, 13 Black Crusades across 10,000 years is quite a long fucking game.
1: That's not a bad game. A <laughs> he's played game. a he's played a shrewd game. He has.
0: <laughs> whereas they say Manius Calgar, he's better like adapting to things as they go, and that's why he has the advantage here. Fucking what?
1: It it basically comes down to Abaddon is the old order, the old ways. Whereas Manius Kalgar is the, the hot old ways. St- he
0: fucking hey, tore hey. the old days down.
1: Well, all right, and he replaced them with his ways, which are now the old ways, right? <laughs> now we have. Marnius Calgius,
0: Manius the man who follows the, of Cistates, the
1: oldest of all ways. No, 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 no. Because he's the hot stuff. He's the hot bit of stuff on the scene. Right? What? I hate this chair. I hate Sorry, your chair. I don't know. If you, you but, hear any okay.
0: knocking, it's this fucking terrible chair I have. But next, the first chance I get, since I get a replacement chair, I'm setting this thing on fire. It'll probably kill me, because, like... I would say plastic. probably...
1: Yeah, probably remove it from the room as well. Don't start just like... No, no, immediately. I'll be there.
0: Like, the just petrol on it. Like, all the petrol I have stored up just in case. You know how you have, like, just-in-case petrol. It'll it's zombie petrol. All zombie on bed. this chair, set it on fire. It's fucking awful. It creaks and okay, so and it's uncomfortable.
1: Calgay. Washing machines live longer with Calgar. <laughs> There's a product called Calgon in the UK, which is a washing machine cleaner, and it's very similar to Calgar. So, Washing Machine Calgar. I don't know. I still think he has the edge. He's got that thicker plot armour there.
0: We'd like to thank Calgon for sponsoring this episode of Brothers Grimdark. <laughs>
1: calgon yeah, thank you. Uh, and also, whenever you read the stories of, like, Abaddon's planet side, they always do, like, a thing of, like, he's out there somewhere, but where is he? He could be doing anything. Oh, he leads a head-on all. <laughs> oh, Again. Oh, fuck, there's violence. Oh, fuck, violence. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't tell me there'd be violence. What is this? I'm an
0: artist. The words of the grimdark scribe.
1: <laughs> yeah, or oh, me as a space marine captain. <laughs> just an artist. I thought you wanted still? my artistic talents. <laughs> good with numbers, he is. Right.
0: Not good at socialising.
1: Not great at that. Eye contact, not his forte. <laughs> but damn, is he good at numbers? Turns out, I'm just an artist. Fleet Assets.
0: Yes. The, the, the
1: Imperial Navy. History. Now, I do have a bit of a boyhood, manhood, man-love-man-bear-pig affair with the Imperial Navy.
0: Yes, you are... You are full I do love it. The Navy.
1: I do love it. It's big, it's mighty, it's thunderous, and I love it. However, it's in- even... Even though there's an engorged Imperial Navy with reinforcements coming to Vigilus, Aberdeen has a huge fleet. And may I remind you that some of the most powerful ships of all time came from Heresy and before, yeah. where they were built en masse. Guess that's, who has that's a what fleet of them? Abaddon's fleet is made of! <laughs> yeah. Including, but not only, the Vengeful Spirit, which is basically a titan of a battleship. It's it's Abaddon's personal ship, and it can't be killed. It just cannot be. It has plot armour. Abaddon has some, enough to stop him from being killed, but not from being defeated. But the Vengeful Spirit has thick plot armour. Six foot thick plot armour.
0: You are not going near this thing. It is just... Basically, yeah. His fleet includes the doomsday weapons of old. So...
1: Oh, yeah. And he's... And also a demon ship.
0: Like, oh, a demon ship. Do not forget You've got to remember
1: shit. that in, in the fleet battles, there's also boarding and all that sort of stuff. You board one of Abaddon's vessels, there's a fucking bloodthirster, or the wolves themselves are alive, and they glory your flesh and kill people, and it would just be a nightmare. You might be driven insane from just boarding one of Abaddon's ships. So boarding is a terrible option.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Question.
1: already have the edge. Yeah.
0: Which is scarier, boarding demon ship or hive ship? I'd say demon. I would say demon as well.
1: Because hive, at least you're just gonna get like boiled by acid and chewed to death. Demon, it's like anything could happen,
0: including just you aren't really in the ship, and you just kind of get trapped somewhere which is infinite and weird and horrifying.
1: there's there's no upper limit of
0: what can happen with demon ship
1: or just being slowly absorbed by the ship itself like that would be awful that would be way more awful part of of the the crew, part of the ship Um, I would also like to point out that like again this is just another thing that is a niggle and it annoys me but when they're talking about Vigilus as a planet and they're saying that there's Imperial reinforcements coming there's Imperial Navy reinforcements coming there's all this sort of stuff coming if you have the greater fleet in space, and not just a greater fleet, but a huge fleet, fresh off of a thirteenth Black Crusade. Mondo fleet. It's it's yeah, it's huge. You can encircle that planet and stop all reinforcements getting there. Not only that, back in the Horus Heresy days where men actually had fucking nods, and like now where it's like, oh don't do that, that's violence. <laughs> <laughs> when the, when they used to be they used to have bullets for teeth that's what the heresy was like you would just orbital bombard difficult knots of resistance it's anyone like remember, minor, <laughs> Mone's Kalgar. yeah exactly money's Kalgar is holding with all his men in this city back in the heresy days we would just flam that city I don't care who you are, if you've got 8 million tonnes of heavy munitions falling on you, you're pretty fucked.
0: <laughs> Unless you summon all of your strength.
1: Unless you summon some of that deep well of strength. That is available, but not necessarily needed. <laughs> Fuck. Why would you fight someone without, like, committing? Facing... Like, a fight to the death, where it's like, no, I'm 50%ing this.
0: Fight, fight to the death with fucking... Ye ancient immortal brother, given powers of God that can rewrite reality.
1: Yeah, nah. and you're like, I only I'll need I'll a leave some masters. strength,
0: you know, on tap just in case I need it.
1: Yeah, in reserve, in the back tank. If you go on half burn, you're going to have more fuel for longer, right?
0: Maybe, yeah, that's it. that's, that's what, what we're thinking. Long game. Okay,
1: so the fleet again—it's a little bit retarded because it's like Abaddon has the advantage, but we all know that that doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, sadly. So, at least just say... rule that out. Rule out Fleet. Fleet doesn't exist.
0: At least they say he, they have the clear range. It's not like, oh, it's a bit close. They go, yeah, the Warmaster has it. Also, Warmaster, I don't like them calling him that.
1: It, it does, definitely does feel weird. There's
0: only one Warmaster, god fucking damn it.
1: Also, Abaddon never called himself Warmaster, I don't think. Unless there's some bad writing out there, but I think he always never called himself Warmaster. Yeah. Warmaster Abaddon. No, I don't think he existed. There was one war master. God uh, back gosh. in our day. Anyway. Um, then we have the final category. The Ooh. actual fighting skill. Ooh. The Ooh. actual fighting skill of the men. This is where... Forget the armies. Forget the fleets. Forget the 8 million tons of heavy munitions. This is where they clasp each other in mortal combat. The two of them.
0: I'm angry about this one.
1: Again, there's... I mean, there's questions. There are questions. I mean, there's questions. There's also answers. There's also a burning pit of rage where you could burn down GW. <laughs> it's
0: always there. It's just... Uh... It's,
1: it's always there. Sometimes that fire is stoked into a mighty... Like, every time when they le- release, like, a five-man kit that costs £30 or $60 US or 150 Australian dollars, you're like, okay... I will take that with gritted teeth, but that fire grows a little bit. And then they shit from a height on top of your law and then tell you you got to pay for it. And it's like, well, it's it's growing. <laughs> it's certainly growing. One of these days. One of these days. Now, would you believe it, Alan? Would you believe it? The Abaddon. Hmm. He has two of the deadliest weapons in existence. The demon blade, Drachnion. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The sword of a thousand souls. Sorry, a thousand truths. And the dreaded talon of Horus. The relic weapon used by Horus himself. And again, going back to history, gives you strength. Relics are very powerful. This is ridiculously off the charts.
0: This, this is also one of the only demon weapons to have survived in the lore, it seems. Most of the others seem to have been forgotten about. This is a proper fucking demon weapon and one of the most powerful ever made, if not the most.
1: I, most of the Primarch's weapons have been destroyed. It's actually quite unusual that there's a Primarch weapon in existence. Because most of them went with the Primarch, so all the Primarchs that disappeared. All their weapons went with them. And then other ones, the weapons were simply destroyed.
0: Then there's this.
1: Then there's this, still wielded by a mighty boy. But Manius Manius He's got those two fists of Ultramar. Those the, two law shattering fists of Ultramar.
0: McCraggle has them. McCraggle Now th- their conclusion, the conclusion they get to here is um. Oh they fought oh it'd be it'd be so tough to pick a winner i mean honestly like it'd be so close because they're both just so cool but you know maybe just maybe abaddon because he has like just a bit better stuff maybe he, that will give him a little bit of an edge it's like fuck off fuck right off
1: yeah take uh, a hard cock to the uh, face
0: <laughs> we're ignoring the logistics of sword versus fist because 40k is about rule of cool at the end of the day and sword versus fist. We accept that, that, that that'll work. We accept yeah. that, that it's fine. I'll take that. Yeah.
1: Ignoring
0: the weaponry here. For for a sec. I keep on saying it, but one of these bastards has been around... He was there where they originally conquered the galaxy. He then fought in the heresy. By the way, he... He was in the best chapter of Space Marines. But in that chapter, he was among the absolute fucking best by, like, the most tiny of margins. So much so he was in the Montval. He was there during the heresy. He survived the heresy. He's been fucking... He's been around for 10,000 years. Like, he's sieged Cadia how many countless times? He's faced... He's fought how many fucking things. Not to mention whatever chaos shit he's had to fight over the years just to keep things in check. Compared to some bloke who's been alive 600 years who's primarily a strategist.
1: Some who, who, fisty boy
0: who can definitely fight. Don't remember the boy can fight, but I'm sorry, this is fucking. I
1: mean, what? There's, there's also this real uh grinding issue that Alan and I both have with 40k, uh, especially modern law, just especially modern law. It wasn't such a problem back in the old day, but the way that they don't seem to count for demon power whatsoever, like back in our day, demon power was something crazy and it possessed men with hysterical strength and unnatural abilities of combat powers.
0: The warp was spooky.
1: The warp was spooky. It could make them incredibly tough, to the point where they seemed impervious to damage. Their skin could be made of some sort of synthetic metal alloy. Or skin. So nothing could touch them. Or skin! (laughs) Even more weird! (laughs) Whereas now it's just like, yeah, sure, you've got the blessings of each chaos god. That's nice. But this dude over here knows the Codex Astartes. And knowledge is power, my friend. Like, it just, it fucks me off. And the fact that they even compare demon primarchs to primarchs. Like, I know it's Gilliman. I know we've talked about this before. But a demon primarch should be somebody that is even more swole with power because he's got the the physiology of the primarch combined with the mighty like but there's a reason why
0: chaos is tempting is because it's actually powerful at the end of the day like exactly if, if it did nothing gets you crazy scary benefits at a different price for example yeah, with the emperor's would- children and or uh, noise marines yeah, they, they can become some of the fastest, deadliest motherfuckers. That they are absurdly quick. They also become very, very hollow inside very quickly because they just everything becomes dull to them.
1: But you offer up a piece of your soul in return for power. And fa- how far do you go? Like demon princes, there is no soul left. They serve an eternity under the chaos lords, but for ultimate power. Yeah. And this dude has the blessings from. All the gods, like, one is very significant. Four is unheard of, to the point where he is exceptional. Very literally exceptional. His power levels should be off the chart. Like, as we discussed before, we would love it if Abaddon was in a class where he was threatening to the demon Primarchs. To the Primarchs, even. Those legendary, tougher Primarchs.
0: You've said that. I've been less keen on him being a threat to the Primarchs.
1: I don't know, I like it. I think yeah, but he needs to be at the the very least in my opinion, to the point where it shouldn't be that he can just slap the Primarchs around with one hand like ah ha ha, ha ha, I'm having a fun time. But it should be the Primarchs shouldn't think I'm gonna fuck with this guy because this guy is such a piece of ass. Like it it needs to be that there has to be an element of threat to him. He needs to be powerful enough to be threatening.
0: Yeah, he, he must have And that head comes
1: head. and that comes with the blessings, right? So none of the Demon Primarchs want to fuck with him because he's got the blessings of the gods. He should be incredibly powerful. Now, the thing that fucks me right off with this is that because we haven't seen his rules yet, we now know that he's going to be somewhere in the ballpark of Abaddon, right?
0: Abaddon's going to be in the ballpark of Abaddon, you say?
1: (laughs) Of Kalgar. Because they want to make this a thing. And that just fucks me off, because you're gimping the despoiler. And this comes back to what we were saying in the last podcast episode. Maybe listen to it, maybe you didn't. Maybe give it a try if you enjoyed this one. If you didn't enjoy this one... Maybe give very it a try sorry. Anyway, in
0: case the last one was better, you know? Maybe... Maybe
1: like Try all of them. They might be better. <laughs> <laughs> they might be more your jam. Each one is distinctly flavoured. Um,
0: We'd like to spo- thank Jam for sponsoring this
1: episode. Yeah, thanks. RG. Thanks, Jam. Um... But going back to what we were saying last episode, it's just the fact that they keep gimping chaos with rules that make them so unintimidating, just flaccid on the tabletop. It's like, here is the greatest chaos leader that's ever turned up. It's basically, I'm, I'm going to coin it now. I'm going to coin it. I'm going to trademark it. I'm going to call it the beast and syndrome where you dress something up as a big, scary evil, but on the tabletop, it's just a big, fluffy rabbit. And I'm not saying that Abaddon's going to be a big fluffy rabbit. I think he's going to have teeth.
0: I hope they make him like near reboot levels.
1: He should be right. He should yeah. be near reboot levels, and They're that's where
0: we to be near levels.
1: Yeah, and that's when we come back to the whole. He swore a, a prom. So we know reboot is going to get involved, and reboot should get involved. Like th- that's another thing that pisses me off. Reboot sees Abaddon making the move on the chessboard, right? Yeah. So he says, "I know." I'm going to contribute Manius to this problem. Now, unless he's intentionally trying to get Manius killed, which, going back to our fan theory, that all lines up. Yep, this is going the right direction. (laughs) I guess, yeah. But unless he's trying to get him killed, Reboot should know Abaddon is greater than Kalgar. And the only way to stop Abaddon is for him personally to go. And it's a bit of an insult that they send Kalgar. Like, all credit to Kalgar. Yes, he's a boy. To yes, he fair, does the things.
0: It was a bit of an insult that they sent Harkin against Marnius. As is, though.
1: It's just like this, this cock-slapping bonanza, basically. It's like, well, he's not good enough for him, but now he's better than this him. what I'm
0: saying. I reckon <laughs> in a second, um, when is a bit better than Marnius Kalgar, then we'll have um, Reboot turn up, then we'll have one of the Demon Primarchs turn up.
1: It could well be. Look, I was but... right
0: about summoning being like sideboarding with assassins. Who knows? Maybe I am G Dubs.
1: Maybe you are maybe you're a traitorous agent sent here To confuse To, to confuse. Um,
0: to muddy the waters.
1: Okay, but my, my lord predictions As we all know it's gonna happen, Kalkar's gonna get there. He's gonna get wounded. <laughs> Not killed, just wounded, because that's all the Chaos Lords can do. They just lightly poke your side with a sword yeah. so that you yeah. think I need a timeout. I can't really fight on, but I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> nothing nothing life threatening, nothing no limbs lost, just maybe a light poke yeah, in like the Could heart. you imagine the balls
0: on the writer if they killed Kalgar, especially after he just got a new model? I was getting a new
1: model. You they have done it before. They killed Fantasy just after releasing Total War Warhammer. Uh, Sorry, just before. fucking They fucked that one. <laughs> um ridiculous. but yeah, what's gonna happen? His, his skills will be tested and they'll be found wanting. So then Reboot turns up. Reboot then will be Abaddon. We know that. Right? Yeah. And then your prediction is that then a Demon Primarch turns point we might win Vigilus. However, we're still against Reboot. So all that will happen is the Demon Primarch will beat and bloody Re- Reboot, but Reboot will still win. And then the planet will split in two, <laughs> forcing them to stop fighting. Well, they- that basically, always happens with Reboot! It's always like, a fight yeah, and then a magical elsewhere. teleport it, the, fucks the them way, off.
0: The only way Reboot can lose is that he wasn't there.
1: Yeah, basically. The, and like, if he turns well up, else. he's he's immortal. He's immortal and he turns up. The only way that they can stop them is because they're not going to kill either. They just have to literally split the planet or make a magical teleport appear. Or I think Moterion just left. I think Moterion just left their fight. <laughs> yeah, I, I... And it was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is your chance to strike a mortal blow against the Imperium. And you're just like, fuck it. Corn and shit. <laughs> Rotarian! <laughs> fuck. You ass. Fuck everything. I'm
0: still scared for when Fulgrim turns up. I'm so scared.
1: Okay, so our predictions for Vigilus of Blaze is the Chaos are going to win. Because then the next book, it'll be Gilliman. Full mast, and it'll be him smashing the planet with a cock. Yeah. His I mean, new shaped cock.
0: Because <laughs> there's a chance that they'll get tired of releasing Vigilus books.
1: Yeah, but don't forget they did the fucking awful End Times books. And there's three of them. True. So I think there's going to be three Vigili books. I think they sold all right as well. they sold pretty well.
0: Yeah, to be fair, Vigilus seems like actually offers something, though, and it doesn't ruin the balance of everything else, so.
1: Now, seeing as I own let's So, okay, final notes on that. I've said my piece. You've got any more notes on that?
0: I think think you summed it up properly.
1: Because now we go to the product review section. With the look of new models later.
0: We're going to get copyright struck, and you know it.
1: I don't give a shit.
0: I don't think we sing well enough to get copyright struck.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. We're too too shitty Vigilous define i own the book i haven't read the come at me <laughs> i'm pretty disappointed at how slim the rule section is like given that it was meant to be like a campaign supplement i'm pretty done darn... it feels like they threw enough in here to kind of make it look like it kind of resembles like a campaign supplement like kind of like hey look there's some stuff here ba 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 cha 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 but no there's not really much And it's kind of uh,
0: other detachments and things for people.
1: They got the detachments, but the detachments are kind of crappy. And the other thing about the detachments, they lack heart. They lack soul. There's something just kind of random and shitty. It reminds me of the um, fucking lists of seventh. What were they called?
0: But don't they add like um, they basically take some unused units and buff them a bit?
1: They do and they don't because they take some unused units, they buff them but not to the point where you would even consider the formation because units are so trash to begin with that upgrading them is just a waste of time. Like there's one where you take a fucking stomper. There's no way that I'm you balance you, 900 you, points of redundant
0: back rip. Shit.
1: We do, but I will be using that because it's a nice buff to my 900-point anchor of loss. <laughs> but what a stupid thing. What a stupid oh. thing. It's like if you punch your own gran in the face, she'll make you some cookies. It's like, well, I'm just, I'm not going to punch my gran. <laughs> I'm just not going to start with that. That's a weird <laughs> conversation opener. <laughs> um, right. So, the product review of Vigilus. It's like punching a nan to make her make you some cookies. That's my.
0: Doesn't it have some nice like campaign stuff though?
1: It does have. I I will delve deeper, but I don't think there's enough campaign stuff. Like there's like a flitting of missions and some, like, modifiers, and it's kind of like, yeah, just, I don't know, just be freeform and just jazz it out yourself. Just jazz out the campaign. It's like, no, I kind of wanted a storied campaign. It's kind of what I wanted. I didn't want you to give me the pieces to then do my own work. I didn't didn't buy you some homework. (laughs) Give me my shit for free, and then I'll pay you for
0: it. Are you complaining about reading again?
1: It's just, what are these symbols? (laughs) What are they? I don't think anyone knows. (laughs) I teach you how to read. E.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that one of them. That's I, that's think the one that's one I know.
1: Bonus well, points got, for saying. Any e. other
0: product reviews you want to get done?
1: I've got loads. I've got loads on me. Let's talk about the GW clippers.
0: I'll be doing this. I'll be really doing.
1: This. I'm. I'm really. No, hang on. I, this is. This look. is important to me. This is important to me because I, I'm a passionate hobbyist. I'm not no, here for the law. Cool.
0: People have to listen to this.
1: People don't have to listen to this, Alan. They can switch it off. They've probably switched it off already. They know what we're about.
0: I I have to listen to this in the editing process.
1: You do. Um, These clippers. (laughs) This is important. This is important. We're we're an entire industrial complex to supply people with every bit of hobbying law they need to know. And rules and whatever. Just fill the blanks. These clippers, I like them. I'm a man who enjoys a big clipper. <laughs> it's not a they, euphemism. They
0: just feel more meaty and satisfying. They get shit done. Well,
1: they're comfortable. They're comfortable in the hand. When you've got a thin clipper, what do I mean by that? I mean a handle which is very, very thin. It's like shaking hands with a daddy long-leg spider. It's very strange. And it's uncomfortable in the hand. When you've got a nice, thick one, it feels great in the hand.
0: <laughs> I think this also goes back to the day of also- having to like clip bits off of metal models.
1: Oh, God, that well, felt that, awful, didn't it? Yeah.
0: Like if, you, if you had a thin clipper, it was just the most painful, annoying shit.
1: It was hard. It was. It was awful with a also, thin we had
0: like We had, like, children hands at that stage, so...
1: Children <laughs> hands?
0: It was, like, especially difficult.
1: At least the poisoning lead was nice and easy to cut. That is true. That's true. That was fine. You get to rub that on your tongue and you would be all right. <laughs> Don't do that, kids. That's very dangerous. Okay, the other... The other thing to mention is the build quality is very, very nice. They feel a little bit loose when you open them up fully. Like, the pin in the middle doesn't feel that secure. But when you when you bite, when you squeeze on that trigger, they're very satisfying. They're very what, sharp, what, very good.
0: What, what's your field of expertise in life? Honestly, have you seen the GW Clippers?
1: I'm, I'm a hobbyist, sir. <laughs> First of all, sir. As I strut forwards in my tweed utility jacket. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> They're twenty English pounds, right? They're very, they're very expensive. Now, if you if you get them from a discount site, which we advise you do, wink, wink, don't tell GW. Nudge, (laughs) nudge. Yeah, nudge, nudge. Get them from a discount site. I think they're totally worth it. They're about four pounds more than what you get on Amazon, and the Amazon are the nasty, cheap, thin ones. Like they're they're not nice. These are nice build quality, beautiful stainless. Love what are you it. Very good. That,
0: that the clippers need to be thick with two C's.
1: They do. They really do. Now let me talk about the mold line room. Oh this gets really exciting. <laughs> Does it? Now I had right. uh, a previous mold line tool from GW, and the metal was thin, and I ended up bending them.
0: How long does this section going really to go for? It goes on
1: for hours. Oh, God. Now, this one this one definitely is meatier. Uh, the sort of the sweep of the curve, if you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> leaves for no. a longer shaft. No, I don't. What and is And a thicker shaft. This is just it's a,
0: literature, which you've it's, rewritten to be about Warhammer. No, movements.
1: it's a mould line removal tool. Um, <laughs> it's not a, it's a bit yes, expensive. It's a mould line removal tool. <laughs> it is. I think it cost me about £12. English pounds. Um, Again, I can't deal with cheap uh clippers and mold line removers simply because they turn to just absolute crap so quickly they degrade in quality so quickly that it's just it's awful and then you you resent building things because you've got these awful shitey clippers and you can even end up like damaging materials and damaging models because you've got shite tools definitely think invest a little bit more and it would just be satisfying for many more years um mold line removal tool not that specialist, it is just a hard edge. I mean you can just, you know, recreate this with any bit of metal you've got lying around. Uh, or the rear of the knife, as I like to use. Um, I mean I'd say maybe. If you're if you're deep in scenery, which I am currently balls deep in.
0: <laughs> you're currently balls deep in more scenery than man was ever meant to have.
1: Because I'm preparing for the Summer campaign. By
0: the way, if you would like to see the progress made on Henry getting balls deep in scenery, why don't you join our Discord? Look at that sub yeah. I,
1: I We'll link the Discord in this one because we haven't linked it a few times. Anyone that wants to jump on in, please come on in. Uh, we're pretty... pretty yeah, we're pretty scatty in what we post. There's a lot of weird stuff. I mean, I wouldn't say that weird. I it's
0: wouldn't mostly, say there's weird stuff. It's,
1: just, it's mostly hobby-related.
0: Yeah, it's pictures of buildings.
1: It's pictures of buildings. <laughs> if you're in, if you're into that, you're going to... I've got more pictures of buildings to go on, actually. Um, oh, good. I- I'm glad. I got a new knife as well, which is just a cheap unit. Plenty of blades, that's fine. I think the GW1 is ridiculously expensive, what it is. It's like 20 quid for a very cheap knife. Uh, you can basically get the same thing for about £10, so half the price elsewhere. Uh, the other product re- review I want to do, which I'm extremely passionate about, is I decided to Take the plunge, as it were, and buy myself a painting handle from Gw. I like to buy a lot of the Gw products because you know I like to try things out. So, like when they bring out something new, I like to buy it and enjoy it and see what happens.
0: I like to try things out by sticking to this brand.
1: I like, to, okay. yeah, I'm loyal to Gw. I want it to continue growing as a company. I don't mind buying from Discount Science though because Gw still makes their percentage. That's don't forget great. that they t- still do. And it just proves that they charge over the balls for the uh, the counterstop top stuff. Unless you're going to support an actual GW store, in which case I suggest you go in the store and buy it there. Anyway, the painting handle. Now, handle. Some part of me went full retard.
0: <laughs> That's not how you should phrase that. But go on.
1: I think it is because I saw the pictures of it. I saw a Primaris Marine standing boldly in the painting handle, and some part of me didn't twig that a Primaris Marine is a very small miniature model.
0: Wait, did you, did you Some part of me to like to fit like a plague burst crawler in there?
1: No, no, no. Some part of me <laughs> thought that this would be an actual handle. Instead it is not. I can only <laughs> describe it as a dwarf's knob. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I can get two fingers and a <laughs> thumb on this thing. It's tiny. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> tiny. Some part of me didn't twig that it would only be the height of a Primaris model. It's just it's ridiculous. I'll take a picture of it. It's like someone shrunk a handle.
0: <laughs> to be fair, until you pointed this out, I thought exactly the same thing. Like, for whatever reason. A dwarf snob. Like, yeah. They say handle. I think it's going to be something like you hold in your hand like a fucking handle.
1: Exactly, and I always thought that I didn't want to get it because it would be too cumbersome. <laughs> this thing is fucking tiny. Not the painting thimble. It's, yeah, what? It's just ridiculous. I can, At a pinch, I can just about squeeze half a digit onto it so I can get two and a half fingers on it.
0: Basically, when you say... At a this pinch, is going to
1: cramp the wank out of my hand. <laughs> Honestly, what is this? Like, I would say that I have... Ever so slightly medium sized hands. Like <laughs> say, going on the, the slightly larger side. I'd say right? you have slightly larger hands than most. And this is ridiculous! Like even a medium hand even a child with some sort of missing hand syndrome couldn't hold on to these. <laughs> yeah, the <basic> hand. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my product review for the day. The painting handle. Pictures, in fact, are not deceiving. Don't make up some fantasy version where it's an actual handle, because it's not. It should be called a Dwarf's Cock painting station. That's what it should be. And with that, sir, I rest my my review section.
0: Uh,
1: Until next time.
0: Well, no, there's not until next time. Do you mean the product review section?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be back.
0: Because there's something else I'd like to discuss. I want to discuss, because I saw it... And when it happened, when I saw it, I, I immediately sent Henry a message going, Henry, Henry, look at the new thing. Henry, look I, at the new thing. Now, I'm Henry,
1: by the way. Just <laughs> In
0: case you've in forgotten.
1: He, into the in snow. case anyone got confused there. Now, I just I, emailed Duncan Rhodes and said, hey.
0: I've been saying that Chaos is getting a new Codex. Why? Because they're doing a big fuck-off launch of new Chaos stuff, and they're not going to do that if they're getting a new Codex. I and think everyone's been saying that, to be fair. People have been I, doubting I it because they're idiots. Are they? The same people who saw the Terminator um, fucking spike oh, oh. helmet sprue thing going on the back of them said, that's not Abaddon, when in the fucking reveal video of Abaddon you saw it wasn't Abaddon. It's the same people.
1: You, yeah, you just, you made a mistake there. You said <laughs> they said it wasn't Abaddon and it wasn't oh,
0: sorry, fuck it. They said, yeah. they said it was Abaddon when it's like new Terminators. That but if
1: you there. say there's a new Chaos Codex coming, aren't you theoretically right unless GW goes out of business? Because it could be I five mean, years down the line. They. I mean Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean, but I'm just saying if you yeah. say yes, you're on the safe side. Yeah. Okay, so there's a new model, what is it? Fucking awesome is what it is.
0: It is like It is oh my fucking god. It's like they got some of the most talented artists, <clears throat> gave them warp dust, and they got scared, and this is what they drew or saw. So the new thing is the Chaos Space Marine, the Lord Discordant. It's fucking awesome.
1: He's a mad lad. He is if, categorically if have, a mad lad. If you somehow lad.
0: haven't seen this, go. Go, go to like the Wahama community thing. Go look at this page. Go look at this fucking model. It's gorgeous. It is fucking incredible. Like, ignoring the great big fuck-off gun, really. I was going to say,
1: the gun is the thing that puts me off. The
0: gun and the spear being held by the man. They're both problems.
1: The spear is definitely a problem.
0: If Get rid itself, of those two, and it's
1: very glorious. I think it like
0: it, it's so fucking awesome. It carries them. It can carry two really quite stupid-looking things.
1: I mean, I would so put fucking cool. i put the gun on the under undercarriage. Maybe. You
0: could well do. But I'd be tempted to see if you could model it without the chap on the back.
1: Because I, I think you could. There's there's like a seat for him. There's like a, it's basically a dude astride a giant mechanical scorpion, but without a scorpion tail or claws. It's,
0: it's creepier than that though. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's really nice. It also looks um, extremely dangerous. The creature itself, like it's, it it's one of these things where you think, I don't really want to fight that. Yeah, it, it, and that's a good factor. That's it's fucking a fucking scary yeah. model,
0: which is good. Like this, this is rare. This is great. Okay. What does it do? Also, there's some fantastic artwork as well. Where it's just like... Oh,
1: the cool. artwork for Vigilus is just glorious. Yeah. Okay, so... Beautiful oranges.
0: This thing is basically like a... Think Tech braced equivalent. So it's a Warpsmith sat atop a fucking horrifying demon engine thing. And what it does is it fucks about with vehicles. So enemy vehicles within six inches of a model with this rule. So that they, they've made sure it can't stack. Which is interesting. Um, but any, anything within six inches of a rule with uh, any enemy vehicle within six inches of a model with this aura of Discord rule gets minus one to their hit rolls. Whereas friendly um, Legion demon engine units get plus one to hit while they're within six of any model this ability, which is fucking awesome. Because I've been really tempted to like get a Chaos list together with some Maul of Fiends for ages, because I just quite like the aesthetic of three Maul of Fiends charging forwards to try and wreck some shit. And this guy buffs that up, which is great. He has some weapons no one gives a fuck about because they're just an autocannon or like a flamethrower. No one cares about them. The flamethrower is pretty cool. We, we want to know more about the rules, but this is all we have for now other than this fucking gorgeous model.
1: I'm really interested to in see how good he is in close combat because they say that he's a killer, which would give me the impression he's got a lot of high damage weapons.
0: He's a what? Sorry, he's a vehicle killer.
1: Vehicle killer, oh, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I Which wonder. could be
1: very interesting.
0: I want to know. I want to know.
1: Um, there's going to be some mad conversions of this guy, oh, which God, is just God. going to be very exciting. Uh, yeah, his 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 sword is like a scimitar combined with a chainsword, and it it's just like, doesn't quite work. And a polearm, sorry.
0: It, it's like a polearm with the ELD chaos um, falchion chainsword, uh, chainsword design. As is though, almost guaranteeing it now. This guy is going to be a bit of hammer. Just by virtue of demon engines aren't too good,
1: <laughs> and chaos,
0: and chaos, and this chaos. Chat, it's not unless it. he somehow has under nine wounds, under ten wounds, like the uh, war truck did. If he somehow has under ten, at which point he gets a lot more interesting because he can suddenly hide behind the things he's buffing, and then like all it takes is him not being o- him not being wildly overcosted and just a couple of good stratagems, and he's suddenly okay.
1: Well, I think that you could actually get him in a very specific anti-nightlord. Because if he's giving plus one to all vehicles, and you take um, Maul of Fiends with like the anti-vehicle loadout, yeah, it could be pretty messy. It could be pretty like if this guy connects as well as three other Maul of Fiends on one night, and they've all got plus one to hit, and maybe some other stratagems in play, and well, all this was other the stuff. There
0: the one in the current Chaos Codex which lets a demon engine reroll all hit and wound rolls, which is tasty.
1: That will do. That will certainly do. That that'll do. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, we have to see more of his rules before we say that he's completely yeah, yeah. beer hammer. I mean, I, I do have agree like with a hidden you.
0: Hidden rule tucked away, where it's just like, yeah, he's obscene. Oh, he has like twelve attacks or something silly. There's always a chance that happens, and G Dubs somehow doesn't know that's the good thing. Kind of like when they went, hey, look at the new Dominus class knights. This one has a flamethrower. What about the other one? Ah, that one's shit. No one cares. <laughs>
1: He just has the power of Zeus in his hand. That's all he's got.
0: He will just destroy the entire meta. Hey, Biggie.
1: I mean, this could be the same thing?
0: It could be the same thing.
1: It's a a glorious model. I suggest you guys check it out. I'm going to guess that it's going to be in the ballpark of around £45 to buy. I would not be surprised. Which is probably near like $55 or 1.8 million. (laughs) Australian. Sorry, Australian
0: we're so sorry right. as is is that all I believe that is it for this week
1: I think that's it the official brothers roundup
0: roundup roundup
1: right. I mean, we're still prepping for summer I mean I've I've been doing lots and lots of scenery for the summer campaign Um, hopefully we're going to have some awesome tables we just got to get shit painted basically the never ending problem of Warhammer <laughs> Get shit made and yep. painted. Get shit made and painted. Stop that grey tide. Get a bit of paint on it.